Hello, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Today is November the 1st, day 305 out of the year, and we are reading from Acts chapter 16, verse 1 to 15. Let's begin with a reading from the Bible. Paul's second missionary journey. Paul went first to Derbe and then to Lystra, where there was a young disciple named Timothy. His mother was a Jewish believer, but his father was a Greek. Timothy was well thought of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium, so Paul wanted him to join them on their journey in defence to the Jews of the area. He arranged for Timothy to be circumcised before they left, for everyone knew that his father was a Greek. Then they went from town to town, instructing the believers to follow the decisions made by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in their faith and grew larger every day. A call from Macedonia. Next, Paul and Silas travelled through the area of Phrygia and Galatia because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. Then, coming to the borders of Mysia, they headed north for the province of Bithynia. But again, the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there. So instead, they went on through Mysia to the seaport of Troas. That night, Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there, pleading with him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there. Lydia of Philippi believes in Jesus. We boarded a boat at Troas and sailed straight across to the island of Samothrace and the next day we landed at Neopolis. From there we reached Philippi, a major city of that district of Macedonia and a Roman colony and we stayed there several days. On the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a river bank, where we thought people would be meeting for prayer, and we sat down to speak with some women who had gathered there. One of them was Lydia from Thyatira, a merchant of expensive purple cloth, who worshipped God. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart and she accepted what Paul was saying. She and her household were baptised and she asked us to be her guests. If you agree that I am a true believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my home. And she urged us until we agreed. This is the word of the Lord. Here ends the first reading. Now let's turn to the New Living Translation to find out more about this passage. Timothy is the first second-generation Christian mentioned in the New Testament. His mother, Eunice, and grandmother, Lois, had become believers and had faithfully influenced him for the Lord. Although Timothy's father apparently was not a Christian, the faithfulness of Timothy's mother and grandmother prevailed. Never underestimate the effect of godly parenting on a child. Timothy and his mother, Eunice, were from Lystra, Eunice had probably heard Paul's preaching when he was there during his first missionary journey. 
Timothy was the son of a Jewish mother and Greek father. To the Jews, a half-breed like a Samaritan. So Paul asked Timothy to be circumcised to remove some of the stigma he may have had with Jewish believers. Timothy was not required to be circumcised. The Jerusalem council had decided that. But he voluntarily did this to overcome any barriers to his witness for Christ. Sometimes we need to go beyond the call of duty in order to further the kingdom of God. We don't know how the Holy Spirit told Paul that he and his companions should not go into Asia. It may have been through a prophet, a vision, an inner conviction or some other circumstance. To know God's will does not mean we must bear his voice. He leads us in different ways. When you are seeking God's will, make sure that you plan, your plan is in harmony with God's word. Ask mature Christians for their advice. Check your own motives to see if you are seeking to do what you want or what you think God wants. Pray for God to open and close the doors as he desires. The Spirit of Jesus is another name for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had closed the door twice for Paul, as Paul must have wondered with which geographical direction to take in spreading the good news. Then, in a vision, Paul was given definite direction, and he and his companions obediently travelled into Macedonia. The Holy Spirit guides us to the right places, but he also guides us away from the wrong places. As we seek God's will, we need to know what God wants us to do and where he wants us to go. But we also need to know what God does not want us to do and where he does not want us to go. The use of the pronoun we indicates that Luke, the author of the Gospel of Luke and of this book, joined Paul Silas and Timothy on their journey. He was an eyewitness to most of the remaining incidents recorded in this book. Philippi was the key city in the region of Macedonia. Paul founded a church during the visit. Later, Paul wrote a letter to the church that, the book of Philippians, probably from a prison in Rome. The letter was personal and tender, showing Paul's deep love for and friendship with the believers there. In it he thanked them for a gift they had sent, alerted them to a coming visit by Timothy and Epaphroditus, urged the church to clear up any disunity and encouraged the believers not to give in to persecution. Since the Jewish community in Philippi apparently lacked the requisite number of adult males to form a synagogue and the Roman colonial authorities did not allow unrecognised religious groups to gather within the city limits, the women gathered to pray outside the city, beside the river. After following the Holy Spirit's leading into Macedonia, Paul made his first evangelistic contact with a small group of women. Paul never allowed gender or cultural boundaries to keep him from preaching the good news. He preached to these women and Lydia, an influential merchant, believed. This opened the way for ministry in that region. God often worked in and through women in the early church. Lydia was a merchant of people, purple cloth, so she was probably wealthy. 
Purple cloth was valuable and expensive. It was often worn as a sign of nobility or royalty. Luke highlights the stories of three individuals who became believers through Paul's ministry in Philippi. Lydia, the influential businesswoman, the slave girl who had a spirit, and the jailer. The good news was affecting all strata of society, just as it does today. Why was Lydia's household baptised after Lydia responded in faith to the good news? Baptism was a public sign of identification with Christ and the Christian community. Although all members of her household may not have chosen to follow Christ, it was now a Christian home. Lydia practically begged for the opportunity to host Paul and Silas in her home. Rather than seeing the men as a burden and their presence as a disruption of her family and business routine, Lydia laid out the welcome mat. The notion of hospitality is related to the word hospital. In other words, we practice hospitality when we generously and cordially throw open the doors of our homes to care for others. In hospitality, we nurture, strengthen and serve. The result is that others find physical, spiritual and emotional help. When they leave us, they are healthier and more whole than when they came. Is this your practice? Is your home a hospital for hurting or needy souls? Here ends the second reading. Let us pray. Lord, this day we know that you have called us to be obedient. We praise you, Lord, for turning around people's lives and attitudes. Lord, we praise you for turning around people's hearts, really uprooting the evil, the distrust and the negativity and implanting, nourishing seeds of growth. Lord, help us grow from your fertile soil this day and share the good news with others. Lord, help us have a hospitable home, a Christian home, where we heal and help and not harm and hinder. Lord, we know we can do all things by your name alone. This day, help us to glorify your name, to carry out your will and open our hearts to our neighbours. In Jesus' name, Amen.